Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, good morning, amigo. Yo, Sway Calloway, Sway in the morning, world famous, wake up, show MTV, we worldwide. Welcome to Slam Radio. This is where they get busy. Good morning to you. Get the hell up. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. So before I move forward, I have to correct myself. I always say it wrong. It's just, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm a, he's like my godfather. Postmortem godfather is Walter Kachewski. He has, they named the championship lobby after him. The actual Sports Hall of Fame building is named after Tom Kearns. So I got to get that right. I've been corrected once. It's not that I say it wrong. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? But jo- yeah. Tom Kearns Sports Hall of Fame building inside of the University of Miami Hex Center. Our next guest, to me, is a legend. I don't even care if he slowed down a little bit, right? Because you have to have some crazy-ass energy to be the original Sebastian the Ibis, which means he comes with a lot of pride in being a hurricane. And it shows because he is the executive director of Tom Kern's Sports Hall of Fame building inside of University of Miami's Hecht Athletic Center. Joining us here on Good Morning Amir, John Ruth, a.k.a. the original Sebastian, the man, the myth, the legend. What's up, John? How you doing? Good morning, Larry. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. I was afraid. I, I get the impression you do remember me. I asked Frank when he got in touch. I go, find out if he remembers me. It's been a long time. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't. He meets a lot of people. He might not remember me. But nonetheless, I definitely remember you and, and, and love everything you represent, brother. When I heard what I heard, I felt we needed to get you on the show right away. Talk to me a little bit about what's going on over there at the Hall of Fame and, and how COVID has affected things at the University of Miami's uh, Hall of Fame. Well, obviously, like everybody, we're you know we've been shut down since uh, early March. Um, so you know, <clears throat> unfortunately, fans aren't allowed to you know come on campus and come into the building. But our, our biggest problem right now is uh, we had to postpone. Technically, we postponed the the banquet uh, until the fall. But obviously, we don't know if that's going to happen this fall. But we did have to cancel our fishing tournament. And the fishing tournament uh, is our big fundraiser of the year. Uh, and we, we normally do that, uh, you know, in either late May or early June. So we started thinking as a committee. We have a volunteer committee of, of uh, you know, board of directors. And uh, we all started thinking about ways that we needed to replace the funds, essentially, that we've lost. Uh, the Hall of Fame's just kind of gone year to year with the four events. We Not only do, do we have the banquet and the fishing tournament, but we hope we'll have a golf tournament in the fall. But, again, with not knowing how things are going to be, uh, that could be either postponed or, you know, definitely changed with uh, social distancing, you know, measures. Uh, and then we do a bowling tournament in, in, in February. So, uh you know, we we decided we we had to come, had to come up with some new ways to raise funds. So, we have a GoFundMe page uh, that's uh, you know pretty simple to find. It just says the UM Sports Hall of Fame needs you with a big U, of course. <laughs> and and then we have a, a page where we're selling merchandise 
um, that uh, and it's not you know historical. It's not uh, you know uh, Gino Toretta's jersey or you know anything like that. Although we would love to get a game use jersey from some of our guys, and, and we're reaching out to them actually. But we've got things like uh, you know autograph posters and autograph photos. Uh, you know some mini helmets. Um, we have a cereal box that's signed by all five national championship quarterbacks. You, you're not going to get that number one because you're not going to find the cereal box anymore. It came out about. 10 or 12 years ago, uh, but it has their pictures on it. But it took about two and a half years for me, myself, and a couple of committee members to get all five of the quarterbacks to sign them. So these, you know, some of these things are rare items, but, uh, you know, we've got some cool things, fishing shirts and bowling shirts and golf shirts that we've had left over from our, our tournament. So, you know, if fans want to help out, if they don't want to go straight to the GoFundMe page and donate, which, of course, we're a 501c3 nonprofit organization, uh, they get a tax write-off if they do that. But if they want a, you know, a little piece of their own history, they can go to the, uh, the website and, and, and buy one of those items. So, um, and, and I'll just tell you, the easiest way for fans to find us is go to our, our main website, umsportshalloffame.com. Again, that's umsportshalloffame.com. And, uh, you know, we've got the donate button on the top and a link to the big cartel site uh, for the merchandise. So, you know, we, we really appreciate fans helping us out. And we, we realize everybody's in a, a, a bad spot right now. And a lot of people are raising money um, and we need it, too. We need help, too. So we, we want to make sure that, uh, you know, when all this is over, that the Hall of Fame is still uh, the place where, where Hurricane fans can come and check out the history and I always tell people, you, you, you don't know where you're going until you know where you've been. And we show where the University of Miami's been for 95 years, one of the greatest athletic programs in the country, and uh, the amazing athletes uh, from, you know, with football, basketball, baseball, swimming, track. Uh, you know, people don't know Greg Luganis, the greatest diver of all time, is a Miami Hurricane. So, uh, you know, we, we show the history and show people uh, – what, a, what an awesome program we've had for almost 100 years. You know, John, as I look at your website and I see, and I see all the great names in the, uh, in the University of Miami Sports Hall of Fame, a lot of them friends of mine, which it's always warm to see guys like Alonzo Highsmith in there and seeing Bernie Kozar in there as well. And uh, a lot of great names, not just in football, but in sports in general. Uh, that have walked the halls of the University of Miami and been in that Heck Center and been a part of it. You've been a big part of it as well. Uh, as being a director, are you in the Hall of Fame? Are you allowed to be in the Hall of Fame? And if so, what was does one need to do to make sure you're in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> well, uh, I guess we would need to create a new category. Um, I'm not in the Hall of Fame. Um, and, That's got to change. You know, a lot of people. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, a lot of people don't know. I, I did not actually graduate from the University of Miami. I mean, some people know the story, but, uh, you know, I'm actually a University of South Carolina graduate. That's there where I go. started. go. Little Gamecocks, baby. That's my yeah. other school I love. <laughs> I started my mascotting career as cocky, oh. the Gamecock. <laughs> and, and Coach Frazier uh, saw me perform the College World Series uh, many, many, many years ago. I won't tell you how long ago. But, um, you know, he brought me down to, to first be the Miami Maniac, and then I became Sebastian the Ibis. So um, I, 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 when I first came down here, I, I had a, a knowledge of the University of Miami, but quickly I grew to love the University of Miami. And I tell people, you know, my, my heart 
is in South Carolina, but my blood runs orange and green. And um, because I've, I've been here for, for almost 40 years now. And, oops, I just told you how long it's been. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I, I, this this I, that's one of the reasons I stayed was, uh, you know, the, the original premise was Coach Frazier thought I'd come down and work as the maniac character for a couple of years and get uh, picked up by some major league team or, you know, maybe a, a minor league team that uh, had a lot of money. And instead, I came to grow, I grew to love this place so quickly. Not only the you know the climate, the weather, the palm trees, the you know six foot women on roller skates uh, yes. over at Crandon Park, uh, but yeah, you know I just I grew grew to love this place, and and so I've never wanted to leave. So, um, but yeah, it, it's amazing the athletes we've had over the years, and and uh, uh, you just you can walk in and just the, the memories stuff, you know, I have, I have people who come in and they'll spend two hours walking around and just come back, you know, with their eyes wide open going, I didn't know, yep. you know, Pete Vanisak played here. I didn't know, you know, Jim Otto played here. Uh, you know, so the history that we have is just amazing. The, the, the athletes that have, uh, that wore the orange, green and white, by the way, it's orange, green, and white. You know, a lot of people only say orange and green. They forget but, about know, the white, have... which we look really sexy in our white <laughs> uniforms, by the way. I always remind people that white's not a problem, man. White, that, that, that orange and green with the contrast of white, that's what makes us great, man. Uh, I, I love our colors. You know, when you walk through those halls, I'm talking to the executive director of the University of Miami Sports Hall of Fame, John Roof. He's also known as the former Miami Maniac and... Uh, Sebastian the Ibis, and truth to the rumor, he was also Billy the Marlin at one point as well. So he has a a rich career of being a mascot, but certainly even a richer career of loving the University of Miami. When I walked in there, I went the day before uh, we we beat the Gator here uh, back in 2013, I think it was. And I had a great opportunity. I was with Craig Erickson, and I was with Alonzo Highsmith. And when you talked about being there for two hours and I didn't know, I didn't know, I was there with my wife who could not care any less about sports or football, uh, and she was captivated by the history in there. We spent over two hours in there talking, yucking it up. I was looking at everything. I was taking pictures. I was like, It was an absolute great time. It hurt me to know that you're going through these troubles. Slam Radio is also a 501c3, and uh, we are allowed to help in any sort of uh, efforts as far as fundraising for fellow 501c3s because that's what we do when we're non for profit. And uh, one of the things I want to tell you is if you have anything, if you want to cut a spot that we play on our airways, I'll be more than happy to do it. You guys are at uh, over 60% of your goal that you put on the uh, on the GoFundMe page, but I'm sure even if you make to 100%, you probably could use even more than that. So, so folks, I tell you, go to GoFundMe and if if you haven't been there, obviously you can't go visit now. I would invite you to at least look at the pictures, talk to people who have been to the Hall of Fame there. Uh, it's a wonderful visit. It's a wonderful time. The one thing that stood out to me on display, the Seminole War Canoe. And since it was the day before the Florida game, it's what stood out to me the most. Watch, and looking at it, I had never seen it so close. And, and I'm telling you, if you're a true Miami Hurricane sports fan, it's, it's incredible to think that so many of you have not been to that Hall of Fame. Let's first get it back up on its feet, get things back to normal. And then more importantly, once it's back to normal and on its feet, 
um, then you need to go visit and support it and continue to try to support it. And you have our support on this end. John, if there's anything we can do, we'd be more than happy to do it uh, 100 times if, uh, if you ask. So please consider us your friends. And, uh, and if there's anything we can do as far as placing spots on our radio station, pointing people to the GoFundMe page, go ahead and, and cut the spot. We'll air it. I'm more than happy to. We consider you uh, a family here at Slam Radio, the University of Miami at least. Well, that's awesome, Larry. Thank you very much. And, and uh, yeah, as you say, you know, we're a 501c3. So while everything we do benefits the University of Miami Athletic Department and the University of Miami, we're really a separate entity. And uh, so we, we need the fans to step up and, and help us out and because uh, we want to be here for, you know, not just the short term. We want to be here forever. Uh, can you imagine some fan coming in and, the year 2050 and seeing our 10 national championship trophy. There we go. There we go. You, you heard that, right, Frank? You heard it? He's speaking it into existence. I love it. And, and there should be an 11th one there, but Ohio State hijacked that one uh, a few years back. They don't deserve to have it, but it is what it is. John Ruth, thank you so much for jumping on with us and uh, and having a few good moments. Uh, your favorite moment in the in the Sebastian outfit. Is it getting arrested at FSU? Because we talked about it yesterday. <laughs> You became a god when you did that. I was that. detained. I was. I was detained. I was never arrested. Okay. 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 <laughs> now, well, I mean, the greatest moment has got to be being on the shoulders of one of the cheerleaders, along with Jimmy Johnson, on the shoulders of the players That's when right. we won the '87 championship. I have that picture. Just, That's right. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, NBC caught. Uh, you know, you see Coach Johnson, and there's Sebastian the Ibis right behind him. You know, that was. That was a moment that uh, right. you know still gives me. Uh, goosebumps. I have goosebumps. You telling me this right now because I remember it's my favorite national championship. Uh, Melvin Bratton is a close friend of mine, and what happened to him that night um, speaks in volumes of who he is. But it's regrettable because he could have been a great pro, and instead it kind of altered what the path of his career would be. But that's my favorite of all the championships, simply because of how he got there, what it was, and the moment that Jimmy has when he wins. And if I get choked up, don't mind me, John. I'm a goof like that because he had lost the year before in that Fiesta Bowl, and that was heart-wrenching for a lot of Hurricane fans. That was heart-wrenching for him and players that played on that team. And, and people don't remember, Miami was considered kind of a choker at that point in the program. Right. They couldn't win that big game, okay? Remember, it was 83, but then that was it. And then they were good, but just not good enough to get over the top. It was always something. Whether it was Tennessee spanking you in the Sugar Bowl in 85, or whether it was this Fiesta Bowl game where you have the championship in your hand and, and Vinny throws the fifth pick in the end zone. It hurts. But people <laughs> yeah. don't remember that people were that the fans were doubting Jimmy Johnson. People were doubting the program. This needed to happen. That victory was as important as the first one for Miami to set the tone for Miami for years to come and for all the history and all the legendary dynasty history that we have at the University of Miami. That day, to me, is my favorite day. And I clearly, I close my eyes and I remember, remember Jimmy putting his arms up in the air and he's just <laughs> pu fist pumping in the air and right behind him is John. I, you're saying it. Look at this, dude. I am... Ugh, I don't have hair on my head, and I think it's popping through. I might need a haircut after this interview. John, I, I never I never usually bombard with a question, but I have one for you. And I'm hoping that's not the moment. Maybe we can get another moment out of you. But in 2003, when Aaron Boone hit a home run for the Yankees to send them to the World Series, he said, this is stupid, which is this unbelievable moment that you just can't believe that you're in the center of. So as you're, in your career as a mascot, did you ever have one of those moments that you looked around and said, wow, this is stupid? Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there was, 
Well, probably the, the Tallahassee incident where the cops were slamming me up against the fence. I was like, you know, this is stupid. Uh, but it was stupid from the fact that they would, you know, they were, you know, they had a, a guy in a bird costume slammed up against the fence. Um, Which is but, one of the most <laughs> iconic sports pictures of all time, let me just say that. <laughs> and it's the, the only photo, the Miami Herald photographer caught that. It's the only photo, there's no video of it. And, and but it's it's so iconic. You're right, and and, and as somebody said that, that really sums up the '80s for the Miami Hurricanes. You know, we were just a bunch of badasses. <laughs> um, yeah. So first things first, we get that money raised for the uh, for the University of Miami Sports Hall of Fame. You're 60 percent there. Go to their GoFundMe page. Once that's done, John, then I start my campaign. John Ruth should be in the University of Miami Sports <laughs> Hall of Fame. I've been to that banquet before. It's a great time. Uh, the food's outstanding. I hope all of this can clear through and things can operate as normal. Uh, that bowling tournament, hopefully by then things are good. I'll, I'll be in that one. So you're going to get support from the Amigo on this stuff. But uh, certainly I won't stop talking about you, won't stop talking about the University of Miami, our football program, our athletic department, and everything that's attached to our proud university in Coral Gables. That's awesome. We appreciate the support. And like I say, fans can go to umsportshalloffame.com and uh, look, look for us on Facebook, Twitter, all that other good stuff too. And, uh, you know, we, we appreciate the support. And once this is all over with, we're going to uh, help this program get back on its, you know, the right track and win a couple of uh, championships. I tell you, the baseball program should have won a national championship this year. So, you know, we've, we've got some great sports that, uh, you know, not just football, but baseball, basketball, everything's uh, looking good for, for the future. I will tell you this as I say goodbye. Where we stand, there are days that in the middle of the show I look out the window and I see some of the old ghosts from the Orange Bowl, the old girl, twiddle right around my window because, you see, we're, we're literally maybe a couple of football fields away from where the old girl once stood, and the old girl meaning the Orange Bowl. Um, and I feel so blessed, that even though it's not there, to know that this goes on here on a daily basis down the street from where I have my favorite memories in this city, my favorite memories as a sports fan, and just my favorite childhood memories around that stadium. It's not there anymore, but sometimes I close my eyes and I can see it. And I close my eyes and I can see the ghosts kind of floating around here. Uh, I don't know, maybe they came over to Slam Radio because they can sense that this is UM fertile ground here. Uh, but uh, I just wanted to paint that picture so when you come visit us after all this is done, I will take a picture where the view is so you can uh, you can see for yourself. My man, thank you so much for coming awesome. on the show. You have our support, and uh, let's talk again soon. Awesome. Thank you, mi amigo. Take care, brother. That's John Ruth. John. Hey, thank you so much, buddy. I appreciate you have the mic on, Frank. Everybody hears you. <laughs> All right, I'm glad everybody was able to hear me. <laughs> we come back from break. It'll be the final segment of the program. After this program, we will have the youth. Today, I did do a better job than normal. Today was a pretty good show. Pretty darn good show. Pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Yep. We even had a mix in the middle of all that. This has been an entertaining morning show today. I feel like I'm out of gas already, but it's Friday, so I got to refuel because there's parties tonight. Yep. You know how that goes. Do they still party now that we're social distancing? I... Yeah. I think the answer is yes. All right. Go to break on the other side. Final segment of the program. You're listening to Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145, the one and only Slam Radio. Hey, let me-
Look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145.